Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Ben, start the show already. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Flippin' Bats. This one is going to be a lot of fun. All-star infielder for the Cleveland Guardians, Andres Jimenez, is about to join me. This guy's journey is unbelievable. At 16 years old, he came over to the United States to play professional baseball from Venezuela. So we're going to dive into that story. Uh, His year this year has been incredible. Talk all about his all-star experience. So I'm really excited to talk to him and, and just see how he figured it out at the big league level. After being traded from the Mets, he was a part of that Francisco Lindor trade, traded at such a young age, struggled in the big leagues that next year, but figured it all out and is now a Major League Baseball all-star forever. He'll forever have that. So this is going to be a fun conversation. Uh, Just an FYI here, there is uh, Andres Jimenez himself and his interpreter with him. Sometimes Andres will answer the questions in English, and other times his interpreter will. So you will be hearing two different voices throughout this, but always one great answer. So I'm pumped for you guys to hear this one. Let's get to it and welcome in now all-star infielder for the Cleveland Guardians. All right, and I am pumped to welcome in all-star infielder for the Cleveland Guardians, Andres Jimenez. Andres, thank you so much for joining me. No, no, no problem. My pleasure to be here. So let's start with this 2022 Guardians team. You guys last year were 80 and 82, under 500. And right now, you guys are playing great baseball. You're well above 500 in first place. What's been the biggest difference for this year's Guardians team compared to last year's team? It's hard to tell for me a little bit compared to last year's because I was only half of the year when I was sitting down in a way. But what I can tell about this year is that we have a very united clubhouse, that we're playing for the same goal, and also that we're having fun. So I think that's the key that has enabled us to play the way we play so far. How much more fun is it being a part of a playoff race at this point in the year? I think it's really fun. I think that's what the actual the reason why we play for, right? To have these type of games in these type of circumstances, and especially you know like the series that we're about to start, we're we're fighting for everything, and, and that's really exciting for anybody who is in a competitive level to be playing uh, at this at this level at this dimension. So you guys have three big games coming up against the Chicago White Sox. You're ahead of them in the division. They're right behind you. It's the middle of September. Playoffs are right around the corner. How excited are you guys for that series against the White Sox? Are you you looking forward to, you know, if you sweep that series, the division is in your grasp. So how much is the team looking forward to that big series with the White Sox? I mean, we're excited to be, you know, uh, fighting for a playoff push. uh, But uh, we are focused uh, just on this this series coming up uh, with the Twins. And after we're going to think on on the White Sox, we are really... Uh, happy to to have those kind of games. 
Um, so you were an all-star this year, Andres. The first time in your career, you're a Major League Baseball all-star. Tell me about that moment when you first found out. What were your feelings when you found out you were going to be an all-star? I want to cry, honestly. When Tito told me in the in the clubhouse, uh, he did like a like a meeting and he, he gave the news to to everyone. And uh, I honestly wanted to cry, but <laughs> I hold my my tears there. But uh, you know, it's really really uh, exciting part, exciting uh, news. And uh, I mean, just go there and enjoy the the moment. Let's talk about that experience. How how awesome was that experience for you? When you look back on that 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 few days in Los Angeles for your first All Star game, what are some of the memories that you'll remember? I think the memory that I always have in my my thoughts is when I once uh, I come into the clubhouse and I see, you know, all those guys, all those big names. So, you know, you see Aaron Judge, you see Mike Trout, you see Miguel Cabrera, and just you know, it's really amazing. Uh, it's really, it was a really special moment for me. Was there anybody that you met that you were starstruck by? Like, oh my gosh, that's incredible. <laughs> uh, honestly, Miggy, because, you know, I grew up in Venezuela and that's the person that, you know, everyone wants to be like. And, um, you know, when I, I was with him in the same clubhouse, I was like, oh my God, this is Miggy. That's so cool. So I, I want to talk about your life a little bit and, and how you got to where you are right now, which is an all-star in the big leagues, which is incredible. But you grew up in Venezuela and exactly where Miggy did, as you just mentioned. And how did you fall in love with the game of baseball, being a little kid from Venezuela? I think it all started when I started seeing my my cousin, my older cousin, when I was three years old. And and, and since then, it's been like a, a complete love for the sport. And for me, it's a little time, a little, sometimes surreal because, you know, for me, seeing that this is my job, but this is something that I also used to do and play on, you know, PlayStation. So it's kind of like surreal to realize that. And, and even though sometimes you get caught up into this is a job you do every day, it's really cool to realize at times that this is what I do for a living and, and this is my, my profession right now. And in 2015, you signed to be a professional baseball player around 16 years old. What was that like for you, signing to become a pro athlete leaving your home, leaving your family, your friends, and going to an entirely new country at such a young age? In reality, it was very difficult. It was the first time I was ever away from my family for a considerable period of time. But, you know, that passion for the game was actually what helped me go through that process and especially the support of my family. My family uh, reminded me that all the sacrifices will be worth it at some point, and, and it was worth it to do it because of baseball, because that's my passion, the career I, I chose. So I think at the end it worked out, but it was definitely a, a tough time and, and a big learning experience for me. So it's a tough transition for you personally, but professionally as well in baseball. You're so young when you come over and you're playing pro baseball, and it went so well for you at a young age. You, you excelled in the minor leagues. You're in the futures game at 19 years old. Was there a tough transition for you in, in a baseball sense, or did it just come naturally to you to pick it up and keep playing? Oh, uh, yeah, I would say I have a couple tough moments through the minor leagues. Uh, I think my second year, first time here in uh, USA, I think we are, I have a, a lot of struggle in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I would say last year here, and uh, that, yeah, but every day is a process, you know, every day you try to learn something. And uh, I think every day is a new challenge. So that's how I took the, the baseball life. 
what wasn't a challenge for you was in 2020 when you became a major league baseball player for the first time you find out you're gonna be a big leaguer take me through the moment you found out you were a major league baseball player yeah i mean obviously with 2020 with all the challenges with the pandemic it was it was difficult i didn't know where it's going to go i ended up going to the alternate side 2.0 with the mets um and you know keep working there and then july 22nd at 7 p.m., Luis Rojas, the, 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 the manager at the time for the Mets, called me over to give me the news. But I was a little bit in shock. I called him back to make sure I was getting the right information. <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't sure that he was actually calling me up. So that day was a lot of emotions, a lot of crying and, and you know, talking to my family. Uh, but just, you know, trying to get it all together to be ready for the next day and focus on the game. Unfortunately, my family wasn't able to be there because of the limitations due to the pandemic. But, uh, yeah, the next day I arrived and I was decided to, to just make, have that dream come true. That's so awesome. Uh, and, and that offseason, you play that year with the Mets. That offseason, at 21 years old, you're traded. You're part of the Francisco Lindor trade. Lindor to the Mets, you and some others off to Cleveland. What was that like for you, 21 years old, to find out the only organization you had ever known to that point uh, traded you to Cleveland and you were going to be off in a big transition for you? I mean, it, it, I can deny it was very really difficult, you know, especially for all the unknowns. You know, you're, you, that's the only organization you know in your whole life. That's why you learn how to play baseball professionally. So it was hard to know and, and seeing that you're going to a different organization, especially for all the unknowns. Uh, not knowing what what to expect was going to be like, but most importantly, as soon as I arrived to this organization, uh, I I feel they well received and feel really welcome the whole time to the organization. I couldn't be more thankful for the way how they have welcomed me with open arms, and, and I'm very thankful to the organization in the city, and I'm looking forward to to do my best for for this organization. And you mentioned it before, but your first experience in the big leagues with the Guardians didn't go great and at one point you were sent down to AAA and kind of figured it all out and when you came back up you played great baseball when you went down to AAA last year and had struggled in the big leagues you get sent down come back up and succeed what did you figure out did something click while you were down there in the minor leagues I felt like for me it was more like having the proper room to, to find myself again and, and ask those questions. What should I do? What, what I'm capable of doing and, and make the adjustments for that and, and to do it. So that allowed me to learn a little more about my routines, my consistency and the importance of those things. So when it got called up, I was able to put that into practice and, 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 and reaffirm the importance of the routines, the consistency of my preparation and my execution during the games. Because again, you're competing every day here in the game. You have to learn how to make the adjustments as you go. So I feel the biggest part, the biggest lesson that made me have that click was understanding the importance of my consistency, my routines uh, on a day-to-day -day, uh, game playing. So this year, uh, you know, it's been incredible, man. I I'm so pumped for you, an all-star at the big league level. Um, you go down last year, you come up, you figure it out, and this year you've really taken off. You're hitting 300 more power than, than you've had in your career to this point. Um, you're rolling. And for you this year, coming into spring training, coming into this season, what were your goals? What was your thought process heading into this year? Honestly, uh, my goal was trying to keep the same team that I was doing at the end of the, the last season. And uh, honestly, want to be part of the team, on the big league team, and, you know, try to have a, a good year. But <laughs> it's been really good. 
And but honestly, that was my goal. Uh, stay on the team the whole year and uh, try to help the team. You know, that's the most important. Yeah. So you know, you're you're still so young, and you come over from a different organization to a new organization. Who on this team? Who on the Guardians has kind of taken you under their wing and just been like a good mentor for you? I feel like it would be kind of unfair to just point out one person or two people in terms of who's the one who had helped me. Because in reality, I feel like what has enabled us to have success this year is that we have that way of helping each other generally and have the right words at the right time for everybody. Like it comes to them, to players, to coaches, to trainers. Uh, it's been that real, you know, wisdom and help when whenever it's needed for everybody. And it, most importantly, because it feels that like everybody's on the same page. So I feel like it, would, it wouldn't be fair to point out one person, but in general, as a whole, the, the whole environment that we have in the clubhouse and the coaches and the, and the trainers. Yeah, that's fair. And, and so next year, there's some big rule changes coming to Major League Baseball. Uh, 2023, a lot of different rules coming, and they really, they really affect you a lot more so than others because you're an infielder, a middle infielder, and a restriction on the shift is a big deal. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Are you willing to try it out? What are you thinking about the shift? I mean, to be honest, it will be hard for me to tell because in reality, I never play uh, without the shift. And most importantly, I always play with the shift at shortstop. So this was my first year playing second and adjusting to that. So it will be hard for me to make a, a, a proper statement because I don't know. In reality, I will have to see. And I feel everybody will have to make an adjustment next year and see how we adjust to, to that uh, new set of rules. But we'll see how it goes next year. When this, when this news came out a couple of weeks ago that the rule changes were going to take into effect in 2023, which is next year, what was kind of the thought of the team was was everybody surprised are people excited like your teammates uh what was the response in the locker room to these big rule changes coming to major league baseball i mean to be honest i feel like nobody has thought anything about that or in, in major terms because in reality we're so focused on, on every day and all the games that we have left we're so focused on this year that we haven't had the chance to actually talk about next year that seems like something so distant down in the future for us <laughs> that we just focus on a daily basis on, on the games that we have in front of us so some some fun questions for you here. And the first one would be, in your career so far, who has been the toughest pitcher that you've ever faced? I don't know. From the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, yeah, in 2020. What'd you do? Strike out? <laughs> I don't know. We had uh, four and ABs. Uh, I think he got me like two or three times. And <laughs> I faced him almost every time. And I got like, I don't know, I have zero hit for sure. And <laughs> but it was like a, a battle every time, seven or eight pitch at bat or something like that. But he's really tough. He's really smart. If you could face any pitcher in the history of baseball, current, past, dead, alive, it doesn't matter, who would you want to face? Yeah, I, I would say uh, Santana, Johan Santana, lefty and lefty. Yeah, oh. and see that change up. Oh, Johan Santana. Yeah, that's a tough one. That change up. Yeah, yeah. lefty on lefty. <laughs> but yeah, we go with him. So you were you were there in Cleveland for the transition from Indians to Guardians. What when you first heard the team name was going to be Guardians? What was your thir first thought? Do you remember hearing it? And and what was your first thought when you did? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just have a fun thought about it. When I found out that the name of the team is going to change, 
um, you know, I come into the sprint training trying to make the team. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm going to be the, the first number zero in the Guardians organization. So that's what, that's the thought that I got. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for you, what is one thing? What is one secret talent or one thing that you have that most people don't know? I mean, one thing that people may not have an idea, I'm a really good, uh, I'm a good sketcher, like to make drawings. So I good draws and, and I consider that I have that really good skill that I feel very few people know about. And I like I that. Not so many people know that I'm lefty. Like I born, yeah, I born left. He was born left-handed. What? Early in my career, I, I wasn't throwing, I wasn't, I wasn't throwing my right arm. I was throwing with my left hand. And can hand, you that's still? That's what I hit left-handed, but not throw. Can you still throw left-handed? Like, if you wanted to, could you throw left-handed? Yeah, I will try, but it's not a thing. <laughs> and it hurts. <laughs> it hurts. That's so cool. I had no idea. Um, so, Andres, this year has been so awesome for you. Your career has been um, really fun to watch so far, but. You know, it's a, it's been a, a, an interesting journey for you. So young, coming over to the United States, shooting through the minor leagues, getting traded, struggling, and now being an all-star. If you could give some advice to, to anybody growing up playing the game of baseball, what would your advice be to them? Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I will say, first of all, stay positive. Uh, stay positive the whole time, no matter what the results are. Uh, Believe in you and your talent and especially in God. And, you know, work hard every single time, every single day. It doesn't matter if you go 0-4-4 or you go 4-4-4. So next day is going to be a new challenge. So just work hard and believe in your setup and, and your talent. That's awesome, man. Well, Andres, thank you so much for joining me, man. Good luck the rest of the season. You guys are in first place making your playoff push. Thank you for joining me. Congratulations on being an all-star and a great year. Uh, you got a big fan in me, and thank you for joining me. I really appreciate it, man. No, no problem, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Of course. See ya. All right, I just wanted to thank Andres for joining me. What a great dude, and also learned that he's ambidextrous basically can throw with his right or his left side and he's actually left-handed but throws right-handed as a middle infielder so sick uh what a great story from Andres and really cool to see him being an all-star this year and to know he was so happy about it and to know he got pretty emotional about his call up to the big leagues and and being told he was an all-star well that's the stuff you just love to hear and that's what we love here on flipping bats good energy Good vibes, um, great stories, and that is certainly one of them. So I hope you all enjoyed that interview with Andres Jimenez. Make sure you're checking him out as he goes down this stretch. He's a lot of fun to watch. So thank you all for listening. This one's been a lot of fun. Make sure you like, subscribe anywhere you listen to your podcast, Apple or Spotify, wherever it may be. And follow along on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and you can watch 
every single episode as well on YouTube at Flippin' Bats Pod for all of them. Thank you all for listening, and I will see you next time for another episode of Flippin' Bats.